Good afternoon. This is Dorinda Trick, and you've joined me for today's episode of Nurtured to Love. Why you'll never know your true identity until you get to know your own spirit. Hello, everyone. It has been too long, but I'm back at bat. I'm back in the saddle, uh, at least right now, and I want to share a few thoughts and insights with you today. So join me as we go before the Lord and dedicate this episode to Him. Father, I just thank you that you don't waste anything. And so uh, on a day like today, uh, you reveal new strength, new truth, new insight to us. And we can take that to live life stronger and live life more uh, purely, more openly, and more uh, humbly before you. We, We... recognize, Lord, that we really should not be wise in our own eyes ever because uh, only you are good and only you know what is best for us. So thank you, Lord, for taking my experience with you today, the course correction you gave me, and now turning that toward others who I pray will learn what you've taught me. Thank you, God, that you love us and that you are for us. We bless you in Jesus' name. You can hear uh, my my dogs, and you've heard me speak about Buddy, my baby Buddy, who's really no baby. He's 85 pounds, a five-year-old golden doodle, but he's now got a baby sister. Pretty sure she uh, was not with us when I last uh, recorded. (laughs) We love her. Her formal name, Snickerdoodle, but her nickname is Snicky D. She lives up to that. She's about a 22-pound miniature doodle. Um, We think she's got a good bit of dachshund in her. She's got little short legs, stubby legs, and got kind of a little bit of a hot dog body. And she's just a doll, just a baby doll. And she and her brother love to play and tumble around in rough house. We got her for Buddy because he was kind of lonely, we thought, and needed a companion and someone to have some fun with. So... That's what you're hearing. They're barking and running around outside because they want me to let them in, but that's not going to happen until we're done here. So, oh goodness. Um, It's been an exciting time. The last several weeks uh, have been very exciting for me as I have contracted with a group called the Empowerment Center. And these guys are helping me to uh, produce some fresh uh, videotape. content and just look at how to um, engage uh, on social media with a new audience, some people that have never heard about the human spirit, don't understand God's divine order, don't understand that they're made by God uh, to live spirit first, don't know their true identity which rests in their spirit, this kind of thing. I'm expecting you're someone who's listened before and so you know what I'm talking about when I kind of skip over all those topics. Today is about balancing our nervous system because I got a course correction today um, and I'm really glad I did. Um, But you know, sometimes when you're in the middle of of something, you know, and, and maybe you recognize that things are not really quite right, you're a little bit beside yourself, maybe a little, oh, I don't know, there's a tension and you're trying maybe to make something work out that in the end really is not made to work out. So I'll make some more sense as we go on. <clears throat> um, 
lot of ministry over the last several days, um, really uh, pouring out to a number of people um, on the phone, in person, and just, uh, it's been a very, uh, you know, exciting and a very uh, fulfilling week for me. And um, I want to just bookmark that right there, that remember, you are made by God to wake up every morning uh, very happy to be who you are and what it is you have been made to do in partnership with Him. We have an easy strength that is His DNA in us, whether we accept salvation in Jesus' name or not. That easy strength, uh, we see it uh, manifested uh, in you know all kinds of people in, in culture. Uh, many of whom, again, do not know Jesus Christ. Um, But even for the believer, of course, there's this easy strength, which is the DNA of God inside us. He has made us in such a way that He wants us to be very fulfilled. He wants us to feel a passion for that thing that He's designed us to do, sort of the, the attitude of, I can't get enough of this. That would be that would apply to that that thing that you've been made to do, the thing that God has designed you to do that is uh, sort of like free money for you. You don't really have to try very hard because you just you just just do it. You've just been made to do it, um, and uh, you're very passionate about it, can't get enough of it. But in the end, in the final analysis, God wants us to depend on Him and partner with Him. And so that takes us from easy strength, which we can pretty much do on our own, to deeper strength. Deeper strength. See, a person like myself, I'm, I'm designed in such a way that I have a, a great uh, empowerment naturally from the Lord to minister to people. And I love to do it. And I, I ministered to people in a, as a counselor for 20 years half of that time not knowing God, the second half of my career I did, and I began to understand um, before those final 10 years were done uh, how much better a counselor I could be and how much more easy my task was if I did partner with the Lord by His Spirit. so I've been flowing in my easy strength the last few days, I, I would have to admit. Um, I've, I've, I've allowed the Lord to be a part of the equation uh, some of that time, but brutally honest with you, I would say that mainly I've been flowing in my easy strength and just have not been able to get enough of it. But today, as I was barreling down the road, uh, that was a sort of another little side story, but it's definitely the context within which the lesson was learned. Um, I, you know, I was feeling very good. The week is pretty much at its end. It's Friday. I do have some stuff to look forward to tomorrow in terms of ministry work and a discussion group, and I'm excited about that. But today, this afternoon, was a free afternoon for me. I decided that it was uh, important that I get in the car and drive about an hour and 15 minutes away to a furniture store that uh, we visited last weekend over in the Birmingham area. We found a few pieces that we've purchased and they're going to be delivered next week. But I kept thinking that there might be a two-seater sofa that I could really use that would go with some of the pieces we'd bought already. And I just needed to shoot up there quickly and get back home 
pretty quickly because I have this puppy girl in her crate and can't leave her in that crate too long. Have you done this before? Have you, you know, I went to a doctor's appointment this morning, had my skin checked by the dermatologist, and then I went and had a quick lunch with my mom, and then I'm squeezing this thing in. Have you done this before? You're squeezing it in. You've, you've had a big week. You've gotten a lot of things done. You feel great about it, but you're pushing. You're definitely pushing yourself. Now, what part of us would be pushing us, hmm? right? Well, I think we are made to receive and flow in the Spirit, Uh, That's the way God has made us, and that's where life really flows. And there's no push, there's no, certainly not the kind of push I was putting on myself today. I had gotten about 15 miles down the road with this tension within me and praying, uh, I'll say, all the way, because I was, you know, praying to the Lord, you okay with this? I really want to do this, Lord. You know, the Lord's remaining silent. I'm not in the best place, though. I'm pushing. I'm pushing too hard. Listen, I spent so much of my life before I came to Jesus Christ that way. Really, my, my, I would have to say my own foot on my own neck, right? Just my soul pushing my body at times beyond really my limit. And, uh... As a result of that, I truly believe that's why I suffered years ago from adrenal fatigue. Really, it was adrenal exhaustion because I had my foot on the accelerator 24-7 in my life. And I was kind of tipping into that old mode today. Yes, yes, I was, even after all these years. I'll tell you more about why I think I was doing that uh, when we get to the end of the story here. But um, suddenly... Again, about 15 miles from home, going through this little town near near our home, I hit the blinker, made a left-hand turn, pulled into a parking lot, and headed back home. As <laughs> soon as I did that, it was like all the air went out of the tires. I felt so relieved. I guess air out of tires is not maybe the best metaphor, but it was like a lot of tension, right? And then suddenly the tension, the valve, the pressure, The pressure valve was opened, and the pressure began to release. I, of course, had all the power there. I was in complete control, one way or the other. And thank God for His grace, I was able to say, No, I'm not going to do this. I'm not putting myself under this kind of pressure today. I'm tired. I'm actually tired. When I got back home... I did something I hadn't done in a long time. I went straight to the bedroom, set my set my alarm clock for an hour. Didn't end up spending that much time resting, but did rest for a good 30 minutes. Uh, when I was writing all the books that I've written, I, I did a, a good bit of that, very um, kind of uh, scheduled uh, uh, around the writing that I did. I'd write for a while. I have to get up and walk around, get away from the computer, right? Sometimes I would just go and rest on the bed, not really sleeping, but just taking that time out. Well, that's part of my lesson for us today. The Lord has given us a nervous system, and that nervous system is incredible. And we can do so many things, but the important thing, part of uh, well-being in in the Lord is balance, moderation. 
and recognizing when mm, we might need to build a little bit of margin into our our schedule, right? Uh, into our lives because uh, we are busy. And if you are in any kind of helping role where you're ministering to others, you're helping others, you're, you know, whatever it might be, it's always important to allow the Lord to balance you out by receiving from Him after you have poured out. Because you can't just pour and pour and pour. Eventually, you end up at the bottom of the tank, right? In recent weeks also, just um, recognizing that I am out of control in some very um, intimate uh relationships in my life um, because of different health conditions that people I love have. Um, it's kind of put me in a place where I'm, I'm a little squirrely, right? I would like to kind of assault these uh, situations with um, my, you know, my um, prescription for what they need to do, what they need to stop doing, etc., etc. But the Lord has his hand on my shoulder and he's pressing down and he's uh, reminding me that that is a control issue that comes straight from fear and that's not the way he wants me to walk he wants me to let go one of the things that I've taught in classes in the past is that the four ingredients for spiritual hygiene are solitude simplicity silence and prayer I'd add to that list also the word rest, solitude, silence, simplicity, and prayer. You need to get it. Get back to it if you've had a big week this week. Get back to it if you've had a big, you know, big time over the last several weeks or months or years, okay? Um, Recognize and understand that Father God is your shepherd. He is your security, that there is nothing random in your life, and that everything that you're experiencing has been filtered through his fingers first. He is not going to allow something into your life that his strength within you cannot handle. This is knowing the peace of Jesus. What I just mentioned there is actually a part of a of a written blessing in the book entitled Blessing Your Spirit by uh, Arthur Burke and Sylvia Gunter called, it's actually Day 21, the blessing Day 21, Knowing the Peace of Jesus. One of the biggest things that contribute to walking in peace is carrying the eternal perspective, understanding that God knows what He's doing and that He is allowing things for His good purpose and so many times, right, as we recognize he is, he is doing what He's doing and allowing what He's allowing for our own uh, development in Him. Our own sanctification is the Christian word, and the Christianese word, the biblical term, right? Um, we are being developed in God. Balancing our nervous system. The nervous system parallels Father God because He is our Father. He is our source of security. 
He is our source of legitimacy. A new piece of furniture is not our source of legitimacy. Running down the road, and I recognize now that what I was doing really was running away, escaping the feelings that I needed to kind of once again look at and and just make peace with about these situations in my life that I have no control over. You know, um, can you relate to that? I hope that's making sense right now because part of what I think I've always done, a pattern I've had is uh, I've craved control when I didn't have it and when I couldn't get it. And so I would try to get control by assaulting (laughs) other other things, uh, you know, and, and many times at my own detriment. When you're made uh, the way that I've been made is a redemptive gift of mercy and profit, feelings can be very intense. And uh, we can, you know, once the pain comes, the pain of feeling helpless and feeling out of control comes, we want to medicate it. We want to get rid of that pain. And we'll do it. Shopping, uh, you know, really historically have not been someone that self-medicated by shopping, but I think that's exactly where I was headed today. I was willing to drive 120 miles round trip to just go look at some furniture in a furniture store. Um, I didn't need to do that. I needed to come back home and I needed to settle down. I needed to do what I'm doing right now with you. I want to share with you um, also today before we hang up uh, from the Passion Translation, 1 John chapter 1, the first um, two verses. Because as I read this, I've been reading this the last couple of days, the Lord said there's a progression here I want you to pay attention to and then share it with others. Listen with your spirit to the Word of God for you from 1 John chapter 1, verses 1 and 2. We saw him with our very own eyes. We gazed upon him and heard him speak. Our hands actually touched him, the one who was from the beginning, the living expression of God. This life giver was made visible and we have seen him. We testify to this truth. The eternal life giver lived face to face with the Father and has now dawned upon us. Isn't that beautiful? Let me read it one more time. We saw him with our very own eyes. We gazed upon him and heard him speak. Our hands actually touched him. The one who was from the beginning, the living expression of God. This life giver was made visible and we have seen him. We testify to the truth. The eternal life giver lived face to face with the Father, and has now dawned upon us. There's so much in this passage. And I was studying it before I had the experience that I just described to you today about craving control and trying to self-medicate pain and trying to fly down the road and, and then coming to my senses, right? The Lord said, here's the progression you see me. We saw him with our very own eyes. This is the beginning of our relationship. We see him. We see him. I'd like to say for me, that would be more from a distance. Then the scripture goes on to say, we gazed upon him and heard him speak. 
To me, that implies we came closer to the Lord. We gazed upon Him. Gaze upon Him. Gaze upon Him today. Go to The Chosen, right? A series called The Chosen. And and call your spirit to attention and watch one of these episodes and watch Jonathan Rumi portray Jesus. Gaze upon Him, would you? And hear Him speak and receive, internalize spirit, the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. Thirdly, our hands actually touched Him. The Lord wants us to touch Him. (laughs) Yes, He does. He wants us to touch Him. The one who was from the beginning, the living expression of God, the life giver made visible, and we've seen Him, and we testify to this truth. The eternal life giver lived face to face with the Father and has now dawned upon us. We are made to live face to face with the Father. Jesus Christ dawns on us. He dawns on us. When He dawns on us, He is dawning on us as the Son of God, and we are sons and daughters of God. That should be very good news to our spirits and bring great relief and rest and ex- and just security to our souls and bodies so that we can know, okay, nervous system has had a lot of excitement over the last days and weeks, and it's been great stuff, been ministering on behalf of the Lord and hopefully partnering with Him in that to a great extent, but now it's time to rest because at this point in time, we're still mortal, <laughs> and we need to understand that um, balance is required, moderation is a virtue, and we need to keep it in mind as we are careful to steward the life that God has given us in these bodies that are His temple. Thank you for joining me today. I'm Dorinda Trick, and this is Nurtured to Love, why you'll never know your true identity until you get to know your own spirit. Thank you for joining me. I hope to be back on soon. And meantime, God bless your spirit. Take care now. See you next time.